0: Welcome to the Instant Journeyman Podcast Monday Motivation Series. I'm your host, Jeremy Andrzejewski. And with the Monday Motivation Series, we're going to go ahead and start off by interviewing successful businessmen and women, entrepreneurs, athletes, award-winning chefs, healthcare professionals, and so on to learn what drives them to be successful and what keeps them motivated once they are successful. So if you're having a rough week or just need a little bit of a, a kick in the ass, uh, that's what we're here to do. So This episode uh, is sponsored by Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete, or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life, Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup or... If you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online where all meals are just $10. Each shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, Orders are due every Thursday by noon, and then you get them the following week. Uh, All orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday, and boom, meals to your door. So check out. EatRightFoods.com And today's guest is our good friend, Lou. Yes, that same Lou I had on for whatever Wednesday on my birthday. Uh, He is a senior vice president at a large private equity investment firm. Uh, I've known Lou since he started off in the industry uh, many, many moons ago. Uh, He is awesome to talk to. He is uh, very uh, funny at times. Uh, and he is uh, just an overall good dude. Um, I like I said in, in the, the interview. I think he's successful. He's he's uh, another modest one where he'll go ahead and say, eh, I'm not really that successful," uh, but he is. So uh, I wanted to get his his uh, you know views on some of the questions, and uh, I think he'll be uh, happy with the results. All right, so let's give it up for Lou. Hey. Uh-huh. Three, two. All right, welcome back, Lou. We had you on uh, for a whatever Wednesday. Oof, I think it was actually on my birthday, actually. So uh, it'll be yeah, it was two months ago. Two months ago, uh, and I wanted to have you have you on for a Monday motivation because I I think that you are um, you know a, a successful person and uh you know in in many areas of your life and i wanted to i wanted to just talk about you know how you became successful or i mean i think that you're modest enough that you're gonna say i'm not successful at all um but I, i wanted to have you on for that reason so uh please let's uh let's let's dive in do you have anything to say before we get started i know that you're excited to be back
1: i'm incredibly successful (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you. I mean, I don't even know what that means. Um, I'm very happy to be back. I've been really waiting for the invite, and I'm glad that you finally reached out to me to see if I wanted to come back in and, and uh, speak to your your growing audience. So thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to my first, and hopefully not my last, Monday Motivation. And I've got no sponsors read off this go around so um just me baby just me
0: awesome well i'm 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 glad that uh that you're back and uh i i i'm, I'm interested in hearing your questions because i i think that you have uh a good you know comedic flair to them um mm. and uh and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and hear that so uh the only thing right, so- the only
1: thing that the only thing that's flaring is my ulcer but go ahead <laughs> Uh, All
0: right. So hold hold, hold the hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. um, No, wait. I think I think I have. uh, Wait. There is. Yep. Right here. (laughs) Perfect. I I I I forgot to have the soundboard ready. Is Um, this is this filmed
1: by with a live studio audience?
0: uh, Yes, live studio audience. That's what I
1: thought. That's what I thought. (laughs) Oh, my God. When is this over? When is this over? Keep going.
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, so, man. So, I, <laughs> so let's Jeez. get started. Um, you and I met back uh, when we both worked uh, together in, in New York City, and uh, we worked for Smith Barney, and we became friends. You, uh, you joined from, I think it was Credit Suisse, right? Yeah, Credit Suisse, yeah, yep. Yeah, um, you always say it Swiss. Um, I say Credit Swiss, but whatever. Uh, and and you whatever.
1: <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> and, and you and you went ahead and and basically, uh, you you started off with a team, and you were you were you know rolling quick. You you had a very high position at a very young age, right? Yeah, yeah. Was I guess you can say that. Yeah, yeah. And and when you came over, we we started hanging out, and uh, and then. You know, I went more of the corporate path and you went your, you know, more the sales side and everything else like that. And then you blossomed uh into you know, the the butterfly, the beautiful butterfly that you are today. So I, I wanted to kind of get an idea of how how did you get to where you are in your career or, or, or life? You know, like was it hard work? Was it luck? Was it connections? No. Was it graduating cum laude from NYU? <laughs> uh <laughs> Was it I just, your fancy yeah. shoes? What, what, what was it? What was it? They say that tie
1: makes the man, but the shoes really—they really, they really, <laughs> really do it. But and let me say that my career has been on a downward spiral since the day I met you 15 years ago. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think a lot of it was just how I was raised and upbringing. You know, I, I don't come from a wealthy family, and when I was growing up as a kid, my my family really my grandparents, really, they cared about education. And so whatever money that they could scrap together, and they worked a lot, obviously, it was always towards education. So I was fortunate to go to really good, good, good high school. And I guess, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but when I was growing up as a kid, I always kind of felt like there was this unspoken um, expectation, right? And I don't wanna say fear, but I just didn't wanna fail from a very young age, right? It was always work very, very hard. That was instilled in me as a child because I come from, you know, my grandparents were working class people and it was always work very hard and try and be the best at whatever you're gonna do and, and just kind of your names on everything. So I always took the approach, I was never the smartest person. I mean, there was areas that I was strong in and there was areas that I really wasn't strong in, like academically growing up, but I always took the approach. I'm going to work harder than everyone else, whatever it is. I'm going to outwork anyone else that I'm going to be competing against, whether it's school, whether it's sports, whatever it is, because the thing that, you know, we all the thing that's finite is time. So if there's 24 hours in a day and I can work an extra couple hours a day or four or five hours a day versus someone else, over time, that's going to that's going to make a difference. So part of it was, you know, that I had no luck whatsoever, if anything, probably bad luck that, I, you know, I kind of try to fight by, by again, working hard. Um, I didn't really have tons of connections growing up. Um, although I went to a very good high school, I didn't really buy into that. I was more of like a regular person. I didn't really, you know, like I said, I didn't come from anything. So that was going to a private school, high school was really just for me, training, right? Like, training for me to just learn good habits. And I'd say that that's probably the, like, the second or third thing that I've always tried to have, and that's just really good habits and just repetition. You know, I've always believed if you spend the time and you work really hard and you come up with good habits and you say no to things um, versus saying yes to everything, that, that over time it works. And so... You know, I remember back when I was at NYU and, you know, not to uh, there's no prejudice in the statement whatsoever. But coming from an Italian family, there's a lot of similarities with what, you know, like I always used, I always used to be at NYU library late at night studying with the Korean kids. Like, We would be there to two in the morning. And I say that specifically because my friends growing up that were Korean came from a very similar, like, you know, rigid upbringing where it's like, go, go to school. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a lawyer. You must be successful. And I remember being at, you know, at the library at NYU and everyone was gone except me and the Korean guys and girls. And we would go, you know, I remember like, we would we would kind of like laugh at each other after a while because we saw each other there every single night. Um, and so, you know, that's just, uh, I don't know. I think that's upbringing. I think that that's a little bit of um, culture. Um but you know, I mean, I've I've been working like that since I was a kid. Like I started working when I was 12 years old. You know, as soon as I was old enough to like actually go out and do something, my parents were like, "Go out and earn a couple bucks, right?" Um, and when I went to school, when I went to NYU, I mean, I didn't have the luxury of you know having stuff paid for. I didn't want that, and so I worked 35, 40 hours a week in addition to doing you know classes. I was the only kid in my in my you know, class that had a suit on and it wasn't like, cause I was being pretentious. Yeah. The, sh- the shoes were unbelievable and the tie was unbelievable, <laughs> but but it was because I needed to pay for shit. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't regret a minute of that. Like my parents instilled that in me. And if they didn't, I probably would be, you know, I don't consider myself successful. I'm maybe successful at earning a living. I could support myself. That's how, I, mean, that's how I'm successful. If you want to call that success, um,
0: but you could do that in any profession. I Yeah. I, I Like I said, I think you're being modest there. I, I, like you you are – I mean you're you're uh, one of uh, uh, well, like a million friends that I have. Uh, but <laughs> Does it even matter? <laughs> the, the, the data is so
1: skewed. It's like you're one of the smartest people. Are we going to say I'm one of the smartest people you know? Is that what you're going to say?
0: No, no. I was going to say you're, you're, you're no, definitely not <laughs> – Definitely not. I, that was, that was Phil last week. That was last week's money uh, motivation. Um, of course. but, but no, I, 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 truly, I believe that you are, you know, one of the, one of my more successful friends in, in, in many areas. And, and I, I, I say that, you know, uh, joking, but not joking because you, uh, you know, you're, you're so creative. You're, 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 you're successful in your industry. Right. And yet you also go ahead and you, you've, you've, joined a few startups, you've, you know, you and uh, a friend of yours, you started up a, a wedding thing and, and, and that took off for a while. And then, you know, you moved on so to so other things.
1: Business,
0: yeah. yeah. And, and it was, it was awesome. And, and <clears> I, if there's one thing I can, I can piggyback off of what you said was, you know, it was hard work and you know, want to be the hardest worker in the room. And I can, I can vouch for you when you say that um, there were so many times, you know, it'd be five, six o'clock at night, people would be leaving the office and then I would see Lou there. And Lou's like, I got at least another like two, three hours to go. And I was like, all right, well I'll swing by after I go to the gym. <laughs> so I'd go <laughs> to the gym, <laughs> I'd go to the gym and then you'd, you you I'd come back and you'd still be plugging away. And I'd be like, all right, well, let me get some work done while you're here. So, I mean, listen, my parents instilled, you know, hard work in me, uh, at a very young age as well. Uh, and then, um, I, you know, I started, you know, obviously finding my own ways and, and found that connections is way better than hard work. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm well, by kidding. The way, that, that,
1: that is sort of true, right? I mean, um, you know, you were, what was it in the bar, the barbershop quartet, right? I mean, that's, yes, those are, yes. those are connections for life.
0: Those are the us. Me and my barbershop quartet guys are, uh, you know, big apple chorus. Shout out. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, but thank you for bringing that up. But no, I, like, I, I think, I think that, you know, it's, it's very true that you, you try to not even try, you, you make sure that you're the hardest person working in the room. Um, and, and I, I think that's a, a, a great quality to have. And and I don't think anybody that knows you would, would say that that's false. So that's pretty cool. Um, go, you had something to say. Well, I was going to say that I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you saying that, but it's more like I said, it's more just the upbringing, I mean, like, and I, and I think it was more, there was such a high expectation that it was put on me that I almost feel like if I, there's a, like, a level of guilt where if I'm not working hard, I feel bad. I don't feel like, it, like I don't feel, it's like for people that love working out, right, to get that, like that rush, like I feel great. I just had a workout. If yeah. I went and did like a four or five hour day and just like half-assed it or like there was a test and I didn't study for it in full, regardless of what the outcome was, I would just feel crappy. I'd be like, ah, just that didn't feel good to me. You know, because at least if you if you go the, like the full 200%, regardless of the outcome, you're like, at least I put it out there. And then if you do get the outcome, you're like, wow, that was awesome. It's like the high, right?
0: Right. It was so worth that effort. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. I mean – Listen, when, when, when it all it's all said and done, uh, I, I look at you and I remember I would, I would be visiting, you know, or I'd be doing something. Uh, I was, I was living in Miami. You were living in New York city. I'd be coming up there and it'd be a Saturday morning and I'd be coming home from the bar at like four thirty, and you'd be getting up and I'd be like, where are you going? You're like, I got to, I got to go do some work. I'm like, what? And, yeah. and, and that, and you know, that just shows like you were, you were so determined. It didn't matter what, like you'd wake up four thirty-five o'clock. You'd, you'd get a couple hours of your work in and then you would go to work and then you would get that work done and then you would come home and it was just, it was nonstop. So I think that, you know, it's safe to say, you know, hard work has paid off for you because it's, it's gotten you to where you are today. Um, well, let so, me, and,
1: let me, and let me just say one more thing, not to like beat this to death, but what what you don't realize when you're working hard like what you're talking about, that was when I had my startup, right? And I was working, right. you know, full time at a large bank. And then, you know, I wake up at 430 and I, re- I remember I wake up at 430, five o'clock, I leave the apartment and <laughs> the neighborhood that I used to live in, there used to be, they're not there anymore, but there would be street walkers that were finishing up like their, their night. And I'd be walking by be like, what's up, baby? You look, you got, you got nice legs. I'm like, this is, this is like crazy. This is, it's five in the morning and I'm, 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 I'm on my way to Starbucks that opens up at 5.30. And I would literally be waiting outside with my partner that we were working on this pro- startup with 5.30 would come around. We would go in, we would grind from like 5.30 to like 7.30, 8 o'clock. I would leave there, go to work, work from 8.30, 9 o'clock to, you know, six or seven o'clock and then go home and keep working. And that was Monday through Sunday. Every single day. So what ends up happening after that period of time, whether you realize it or not, you're conditioning all these muscles, right? Like I learned a lot about, you know, startup law. I learned a lot about marketing and sales. I learned a lot about how to like build, you know, a database. I learned a lot about how to like sell effectively because you're doing the repetition every day and you're maximizing the number of hours available in the week. And so like, I don't, I forget what the number is, but they say like be an expert in anything. He was at 3000 hours or something like that, you know, to be like, to master anything. It's the same thing with hard work. If you're putting the time in, I, I've done so many startups and I've done so many projects, regardless of what the you know, outcome was financially, I just did them to do them, that today I'm really strong at my day-to-day profession because I did all that work. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, for me, it's like if I don't do that, I'm just going to always feel a step behind.
0: No, I, I, I agree. I think I think that that's, you know, that's a great way of, of, of putting it. Um, now, what, what I want to know is like what what. Well, it changes, you
1: know, at least for me, it's changed through the years. When I was younger, I was always motivated by in college, and right out of college, I was motivated by, you know, uh, like the experience of doing something to be able to go out and, you know, start up a company um, or, you know, work on a project with someone or, you know, just like test my level of understanding of something that was very complex. Um, I would always obsess over things, right? Like if I was, you know, working on a project or something, I didn't get something or understand something. I'd say, I got to figure this thing out. It was almost like a hobbyist, right? That's in the beginning of my career, that's what it was about. And I didn't really care about money, which in hindsight, I probably should have cared a little bit more. Um, But now as, you know, as you get older and as, Like I always said, like, I'll do all these things and like I'll be a billionaire someday. Right. And I always like had this idea that I would just be this really wealthy person and I would live this like crazy entrepreneurial life. And then as you get older, you realize like there's a number. Right. Financially, there's a number that you need to just live your life because things change. You value things differently. You care more about maybe friends or family or. You don't need to become Mark Zuckerberg, you know, that doesn't mean anything to you. Like as you get older, you start to realize that there's more to life than just that like idea of being that person or that thing. And so for me, like what motivates me is like the ability to have enough money so that I can have as much free time as possible to do the things that I like and that I'm interested in, whatever that's going to be. If I want to spend six or seven hours on a Saturday working on a project, whatever it's going to be advising some some company on you know how to best bring something to market whatever it is that's my objective because you realize the older you get that time really is the most valuable commodity as much as i spent all those you know hours and hours and hours working and working working i there was a lot of things i didn't do and you can't get those things back the older you get so my motivation is you know just to get to a level of financial comfort where i can just you know maximize the most as like a human being okay, just do as much as i can to like be
0: productive
1: every day of my life
0: um but now let this- once once you've reached that because you've you've reached that you you can sustain your life you have the freedom um when it comes to you know uh monetarily you have the freedom to go ahead and 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 do some, you know, some of those things that you, you talked about. So now that you've reached that level of, uh, and and I, I say it this way, level of success where you now have the ability to, you know, have some freedoms, um, what keeps you motivated to keep going? Is it just to, just to maintain those freedoms? Is that what keeps you motivated to keep going? Or, you know, like, is there anything more that drives you? Is it, you know, the, the, the want to, you know, give millions of dollars to charity or to your friend, Jeremy, what, what is, what is the, what is the goal? Like what? what not even well, the goal, what's that. the motivation behind that?
1: Ferragamo shoes, Zenya ties and suits. <laughs> I mean, really, there's just so much I could buy. Um, that's really the, the motivation. It's all material. Um, <laughs> Ferrari, Lamborghini, Borgati, whatever. Um, uh, Did you say
0: Borgati? It's isn't it Bugatti? Whatever. Who, you're going to get the tomato, rare one. To, to, tomato, tomato. Um, you're going to get my the rare, lesser known Borgati.
1: <laughs> fugazi, 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 fugazi. So listen, listen. Um, it's, it's a really good question because I'm not quite there yet. I think like true financial independence is when you don't have to like think about money at all, right? In other words, you have enough money to last you until you're dead. Right. Or uh, for me, that's that's two years. But basically to have enough money where you're like, all right, I'm good to go for a while. Right. That's true financial independence. And I, I think like to say I'm successful is not again, it's not really I don't I don't view it that way. It's like I've done things to be financially independent, you know, and that's, you know, that's a success to be financially independent and not have to worry about, you know, how much money you have in the bank or, hey, like, do I have to call up a friend and ask for, you know, you know uh, uh, help or whatever. For me personally, like that's, having that independence is, is a success, right? To, but the motivate what's hard is um, finding those projects that get you, you know, stimulated and get you really sort of um, excited about wake, waking up every morning. And that's where, personally, I, I have struggled with that in my life where, you know, I can hit ruts where I'm like, I'm not really creative enough. I'm not maximizing my creative capabilities, right? It's not just like, if it was just about making money, I mean, there's a million jobs you can do to just make money and make a lot of money. Right. It's for, for me, it's more about, like, am I doing something impactful? Like, I like to teach people. I like to, like, learn different things, right? I like to challenge myself, right? If, if I can do those things, then... Um, I feel better about myself. And when I don't, I feel badly about myself and I feel like a little bit more down. So for me, it's about surrounding myself with people or, you know, being involved in certain types of projects or, or you know, companies or whatever you want to call it where I'm being challenged. Because then that, that, that helps, you know, with the time going by. Otherwise, you know, I, I'll find myself at TGI Fridays with, you know, one of my good friends on a
0: Wednesday night. Visiting Lene. Lene,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: No, I, I listen. I, I, I think that that's, that's, a, that's a good way of, of, of putting it. You know, it's like you, you need to <clears throat> stimulate each aspect, right? Like you've, you've you stimulated certain aspects. Now you need to focus on the creative aspect of things. And, and I, I, I like that. I think it's a good way. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I, I, love, I love creating things. Like the older I've gotten, like I wish in hindsight, like you'd always say, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. The one thing I wish I, I truly wish I did, you know, looking backward, is get involved in a profession. And I, and I, and I'm in a profession where I've tried to like incorporate this, um, and relatively successfully, depending on you know what I've done over the last you know ten or so years. But something where I'm building, engineering. Creating, like literally, like the, the the ability to go out and say, "I created that skyscraper, or I built the the blueprint for that house." I think that that's so unbelievable, right? It's so rewarding. I work in an industry where things are basically, you know, it's you're generating wealth, or you're generating returns for investors. I mean, it's almost like out of thin air because it's not as tangible, right? If if you're buying a company and fixing it up and selling it, that's another thing, but. You know, so much of the financial world is basically like it's 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 not tangible at all. Um, You know, you move money in in an instant. You don't even realize like you don't go to a bank and deposit things. Right. Like you just send it over Venmo. So if you go out and you construct or build something or you could say, wow, like I built like that, you know, that building or I was involved in that project and it like helped a bunch of people or whatever. That is more rewarding for me. And I, I just not, that's just not my background, unfortunately. And I'm not going to start building homes at, you know, 37 years old, because I'm sure that they'll, uh, they won't pass the, uh, they won't pass code. Cause I'm a little, you know, I'm a little <laughs> loose with the, uh, with the, with the maths, with the maths and the uh, sciences, you know?
0: Right, right, right. So now, you know, I, I we've, we talked about you waking up at, you know, certain hours, ungodly hours, in my opinion, 435 o'clock, 530, whatever. Um, Nowadays, now that you've you've reached a certain level, now that you've done things, are you still waking up super duper early? Are you still, you know, an early riser? Uh, and if you are, is it is it you know, five days a week? Is it seven days a week? like what 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 forces you or not even forces you, but what gets you to do that?
1: I don't wake up as early as I used to, and the reason why I used to wake up at four thirty or five o'clock every day, seven days a week, was because I, there just weren't enough hours in the day. And I just, there were things that needed to get done, right? right. Um, I, I try to I try to just set a schedule and stick to a schedule. I feel like a schedule, a sleeping schedule is important. And I actually one of those people that believes in more sleep, not less sleep. You know, you hear some of these like entrepreneurs, Elon Musk, and I, there's a number of them out there that are like, I sleep two hours a day or three hours a day. Yeah. Donald Trump Donald Trump sleeps an hour or two hours a day, whatever it is. But like for me, if I sleep one or two hours a day, I can fully function. I just feel like garbage. So for me, I want to get like at least five to seven hours of sleep. Right? So I try to go to bed around ten thirty. You know, like my grandmother used to say like nothing good happens after like nine o'clock. Ten o'clock. I mean, she also is from Italy, so what the hell does she know? But you know, 1030, 10 30 rolls around, and I'm like, all right, time to go to bed. And, you know, I try to wake up five thirty, six 6 o'clock. And if I feel like I'm tired, because a lot of it is, here's the thing. Like, I don't sleep well at night anymore. I used to sleep better at night. I used to be able to sleep like four or five hours straight. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older or whatnot, but I wake up more in the middle of the night. So I'm tired when I wake up. And if I'm tired When I wake up That means I'm going to stay in For another 30 minutes Or whatever Right Because if I'm not At my peak When I wake Because when I wake up I'm ready to go I don't drink coffee You know right. I just get up And I just go I have a lot of natural energy And if I have bad sleep Then that energy Just diminishes So Not I don't get up Crazy hours anymore But you know 5.30 6 o'clock And then I try to have A routine in the morning You know I wake up I check emails, I have a system in place where I make sure that I have, you know, all my my emails, and my inbox, you know, monitored down to just a handful. Because um, to me, emails and communications are tasks, you know, and today we're dealing with emails, texts. I mean, it's crazy, all the different forms of communication. It's actually too much. So I wake up, I do all that stuff first, and I feel better because I sort of have a clean slate. And then I start my day and I've got, you know, I've got my calendars planned out and I just go after it. That's, that's how I, that's how I run my, my day, my life.
0: And now, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good insight to, you know, how you do that. But my question to you is when you, when you get into that routine, like how long does it take you to get there? Because a lot of people, they try to create routines. I'm, I'm one of those people. I try to create a routine and, you know, I, I, I do it for like a week or two and then all of a sudden I start falling off the wagon. Like, how did you, how did you do that? So you can consist, consistently do it? Like what is it really?
1: Yeah. It's a really good question because well, first you got to like trial and error and play around with stuff. I can't tell you how many different reiterations I had in it, it's like something as simple as just a filing system for information, right? Because I value information and I want to be able to, capture that information and respond to it as quickly as possible. And so it took me probably he- years till I felt like, okay, this is how I'm like processing data and information and communicating like, with people, whether it's you or and I as friends or for work or whatever it is, right? And so once I got that down, then you got to test it out. And I, I think that, and again, like there's books written about this. you know. I think with anything, like it all depends upon the person. But for me, I need at least three weeks of trying something out consistently before it sticks, whether it's, Oh, I'm in a process where, you know, I'm, you know, waking up every morning and doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm on a schedule. I need at least three weeks of doing that before it becomes repetition without me like doing it consciously. Same thing for like eating exercise for me. I need to be doing it for at least three weeks. Otherwise it's just temporary. It's not a real thing. Um, It's, off cycle.
0: So that's no that's that's good that's good to, to hear because like that, that's something that I always think and, and you could say three weeks because you said three weeks before I you know I I feel comfortable and make it a habit, but it's three weeks to reevaluate it and maybe go ahead and say, Yeah, you know what, this isn't working for me, right? Right. It that's
1: see I'm a big I'm a big believer in so like again this is kind of like anti goggins, right? Because goggins would be like doesn't fucking Do it. Just do it. You feel uncomfortable, just do it. But I'm of the belief where it's about efficiency. Right. So I'm gonna, if I'm going to work, I mean, right, it's most amount of hours at peak efficiency to be able to to win and compete and be better than the people that I'm competing against and, and win this, whatever it is. Right. It's number of hours times efficiency. I can put in 15 hours a day and be incredibly inefficient. Where does that get me? Nowhere. But if I put in 15 hours and I'm at peak efficiency, now you have to step up your game to be where I'm at, right? Right. To get to that peak, to get to that peak, hours is easy, right? You just put the time in. But to get to peak efficiency, you got to try things out. It's like, it's like, it's like a, imagine you're managing a factory line. You're producing goods, you're producing items. Well, there's really good factory lines, there's really bad factory lines. Right. If you could be at peak efficiency of that factory line and run that thing 24 7, that's Germany. That's Germany. German manufacturing, right? Like, that's what that is. So, yeah, you're right. You got to take some time. And, like, if it doesn't feel right to you, you can't take, in my view, the Goggins approach would be like, you're
0: a pussy, just do it. It's like, no, I'm not doing it right. I need to do it better. And yeah, I think, I think, I think that the Goggins uh, approach is more towards, um, It's more towards people just like, you know, stop making fucking excuses. I think your approach is once that you've reached the Goggins approach, once that you've mastered that, where you just get off your fucking ass and do it. I think that that's where your approach comes in and say, okay, how can I go ahead and finally tune it to become more efficient and not just go through the motions and do it right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing though. I don't disagree with you, but here's the thing. You meet a lot of people. Like, I, and I believe there's a right and a wrong way to do things, right? A lot of people be like, just like, not perfect, but good, right? And I feel like, and I'm not trying to, this isn't David Goggins, you know, discussion, but like with his You know, I have his, him on his his as a guest, he's going
0: to be like, who the fuck is this Luger? I know. <laughs> I'm going to
1: be in a wheelchair. It's gonna be, I'm going to be paralyzed. Like, <laughs> yeah, Goggins God, put me in a wheelchair. So... No, but like the point is, is you could be like, you know what, I could because I could say, you know what, just go ahead, and do it, just do it that way. But you may view it as an excuse for me. I'm like, it could be an excuse for not, but it's more like it's got to be done better, right? And by the way, like that that holding period of trying to fine tune whatever it is you're trying to do in your life, setting a schedule, working more efficiently, eating right, actually whatever it is, right? That holding pattern could last for years. You could spend five years being like, ah, you know, like my diet's not quite right, because you know you can make excuses for yourself and say, well, maybe there's a better way to do it, and you may not be wrong. That's my view. You may not be wrong because it takes it takes time to find like the right way to do things. You know, like I, I I've, you know, obviously I'm not I'm not as strict as I used to be, but it took me a while to figure out like when I was eating health better than I am today. It took me a while to be like, okay, like these are the types of foods that are good for you. And I don't want to, like, live my life where I'm like, all right, you know, force feed yourself, you know. Like, I just want to – I want it to just, like, naturally happen. Same for work. You don't want to be like, you know, I got to just figure out the best way to – just let the thing happen. Because otherwise, like, what the hell is the point of life, right? You're going to die anyway. You might as well at least – if you're going to live your life max number of hours times efficiency, you might as well freaking enjoy the efficiency,
0: right? Yeah, no, I, I get that, you know. I get that. Um, so now you know with with any level of success and and you know outside world and all that, um, comes stress how, how do you relieve stress? you know, are you a stress eater? are you a meditator? do you work out? do you you know like what what and 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 I ask I ask these last two questions I asked the, the the what time you wake up and then you know relieve relieving stress to every single guest because, Ideally, I want to find out if there's a direct correlation to people that are successful and what they do for these two things, right? It's kind of like a, a you know a study that I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, mm-hmm. in a fun way. So so when 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 stress hits you, right? Uh, what do you do? Are you are you one to go ahead and and, and take a moment, do some breathing, do some meditation? Or are you one to go ahead and be like, give me some diet cokes and I want some chicken and waffles?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely a stress eater. Um, I, I I tried meditation, and, and and candidly, I haven't given it the best go. I know it's worked wonders for a lot of people, um, but whenever I try to meditate, like <laughs> I sound insane, but there's like I hear my voice in my head all the time, right? So it's so it's so hard for me to just. And by the way, like I said, everyone's different, right? Like I'm one of those people that I'm in my head all day. I'm in my head right. constantly. Like literally processing things, talking to myself. Like it's not, I don't know, it's just the way I am, right? So meditation is really tough for me. Um, but I do think that it, it would probably be a stress reliever. I think exercising is also a great stress reliever. Although for me personally, it's a lot. I don't naturally gravitate towards that. I'm not like, ah, I'm really stressed out. Let me go for a walk. Let me go for a run. For me, when I'm really, really stressed out, because I think I'm not really good at managing I'm not good at managing like the ups and downs. I just go right. Right. I get so exhausted mentally, physically. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go grab something to eat, and like just take it, like just just step away from it. And it's not a good thing because you know there's a lot of negative things. Like if you if you were exercising or meditating as a form of stress relief, I mean, I, would, I wish that that was my you know my thing of choice. Those are all positive things. Stress eating is not truly really bad. And I'll tell you what, the stress eating has a direct relationship to how I sleep. So
0: Right. You know what I mean? Like
1: if I was if I wasn't if I was eating better and exercising, I would get better sleep and I would be more I would I would be more productive during the day. It's I think it's all related.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair I think that's a fair assessment there. I think that, you know, it's if you if you eat like shit chances are you're going to, you're going to sleep like shit, you know, and, 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 and different, you know, different, uh, things come into play there as well. But I think that you're, you're absolutely right when you say that.
1: What you put in, you get out, right?
0: That's right. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's silly because, you know, a lot of people say this, but your body's like a, like a car. Right. Like an automobile. Yeah. If you put, if you put shit gas in or you put the wrong gas in, you're going to run like shit. Right. Mm-hmm. The car's going to run like shit. So, so I think that that's important is, and, 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 you know, especially now with, with what's going on with coronavirus and all this other stuff and all these health concerns, I, I think people are just so quick and say like, I need, I need a vaccine. I need this. I need no, no. You need to get your shit together. You need to you need to start working out. And I'm not saying working out like doing crossfit and you know, yeah. you know all See this hit you training. Know. Just get out and move, you know, move for 20, 30 minutes a day yeah, as right. far as like going for a, a, a steady walk. And then and then your 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 nutrition. I mean, and and you know I, I have a lot of friends in the, the, the fitness industry and, and, and whatnot, but for for me it's 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 so blatantly obvious that the the more and more you take care of your body by eating right, working out, and sleeping correctly, uh, and whatever, and, and that is whatever is best for your body, right? Because my body is different than mm-hmm. your body. If I if I go on for five hours of sleep, I can do that for probably about like three or four days, and then it starts wearing on me heavily, where I'm starting to get that sort of throat. I'm starting to kind of just like get irritated, uh, you know. Uh, now. Can you overcome it? Absolutely, but I, I think for me to run at optimal, you know, efficiency and and for my body, I, I need to go ahead and and have you know seven, eight hours. Mm-hmm. That's when I run at my best. I'm not saying that I can't run at a you know. But so so when I say like you need to sleep, you know, I'm not saying you personally or any any listener needs to sleep yeah, yeah. eight yeah. hours or ten hours. I'm just saying that that's for me. And the same thing That's goes, right. you know, nutrition, you know, some people can eat, you know, uh, you know, uh, relatively healthy and, and, and then eat a lot of junk food and, and still maintain good, you know, uh, efficiencies, good, uh, vibes and, 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 and feel good. I, I know that when I eat, you know, like I just had Taco Bell last night. I was, it was horrible. It was oh God, it was delicious. Don't get me wrong, but Amazing. You know, today I, I feel a little bit more lethargic. I'm not as yeah. you know, you know, uppity as I normally am. Uh, so, yeah, you know, that's that. I
1: mean, I mean, look, I, I, the key thing you said there, which I wholeheartedly agree on, and I'm, I'm not a fan of, you know, all these self help self. There's so many of these help self help books. Um, everyone's different. Everyone's unique, and you have you're going to find your own way, or maybe you won't. But I think you're right. Like if you, like for me. You know, they say your body's a temple. My body's a temple of doom. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. I, it's like <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I can I, if I don't eat at all during the day, my energy's through the roof. I don't know why. That's just for me, right? But then you're like, I'm starving. You have to eat because eventually I'm going to run out of energy, right? So right, you got to like play around with all these different things, and I don't know. I, I think I think um the other thing that we didn't talk about it, but I think it's it's re- it's a real thing in, in the U S at least for me in particular, the volume and the pace at which we work, you know, I mean, I have, I've exhausted a lot of my energy, you know, in my profession, and that directly impacts my eating decisions and my health decisions for me personally. In other words, I don't know if I'm, you know, opt- opt- optimally is, am I the person to be working in like, you know, corporate America where, you're grinding 10, 12 hours a day, right? Like maybe for me, because I'm more of a creative person, I can function on little for a very long period of time, but like at different, you know, cadences, like maybe I'm better off like just doing my own thing as a, as an entrepreneur, right? Like I think everyone also is, is got their own path because, you know, personally, like I am, I don't, you know, I don't love my career, my profession today. You know, you call it success, but, know we get to a point like well is this what i really want to be doing every single day of my life and that directly impacts my mental and my physical health so it's a little bit of that too you know like we're in this weird in the us it's like work 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 and like that's that's a lot i think people exercise and go crazy with their health because you know like they're they're definitely afraid to be in a situation where if they don't do that they're going to die that's not how it was, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago. Right? People were right. like, oh I'm gonna like be a stress eater. Like there was no food or there was less food, right? Like it wasn't now it's like you want to stress eat, pick pick your pick
0: your choice down the street, right? There's a poison. Options, yeah, you can yeah, you got know? McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, you have you have all that right down Taco Bell, you have all that right down the street, you know. You just right. go go down there and pick pick whichever one.
1: But no, I, I
0: yeah, and then yeah, exactly. I mean I, I mean, I don't know how you do it. There's so many times where I literally will sit at the desk and I will eat while I'm working because I want to get shit done. I need yeah. to get, you know, like, so I, I think that that also weighs on people. I think the more we realize that we need to take better care of ourselves, the better we're going to be. And and I think that that's, you know, that's that. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. I do have one last question for you. Uh, it's the million-dollar question that I ask every one of our Monday motivation guests, uh, and that is, and it's not hard, it's not far-fetched for you to to get this because you lived in New York City a uh, very long time, um, and it is, if there was a billboard of you in Times Square, what would it say on it? Now it could be a billboard of you at your work, it could be a billboard of you gardening in your Daisy Dukes, it could be whatever you want, uh, but what is it going to say on the billboard? It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be uh, whatever. So let's – uh, You'll
1: be dead by fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably uh, – yeah, probably that.
0: You'll be <laughs> you, dead by fall.
1: You, 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 no, how no, about this? How about this? You've got two good seasons left in you. That's what it would say. It would be a picture of like a baseball player. This morbidly obese baseball player who's, you know, about to step up to bat. You got two more, two, two good seasons left in you.
0: All right. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it at all. I kind of, I kind of like it. It's, it's got a, a deeper meaning. I don't know if you meant it to be <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. No, I mean, this,
1: this is, this is, uh, this is Dr. Phil, right? Dr. Phil Podcast or not? am I in the wrong? Deep,
0: deep thoughts with Lou. <laughs> deep, yeah.
1: Deep but fart, no, I, deep, I deep, deep, deep
0: farts with Lou. That's what it would say. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I like that. You have, you have two good seasons left in you and it could be, you know, seasons in like baseball, football, basketball, hockey. It could be seasons as in, you know, like, you, you, listen, you have a uh, spring and fall or spring and summer and, and then you're done. Um, so I, I like get that. the motivation and, and, going, right? I, so get, well, I was get, just going to say, get, and that ties get, into get the living. motivation. Right. Get either like get living
1: or get dying. You pick. I like it, Lou. Is that? I think that's actually. I think I just. That's the answer. The billboard: get living or get dying. Or so. So. So do you want or, to say or know, get, get rich, rich or die, die trying, to... ludicrous, And I got like all the bling, and I'm
0: like a rapper. Get rich. Now, die the, is that? The, the is that? Is that ludicrous? Is that? Is that the, the get rich or die I trying? I mean, that...
1: I, I don't know. That's just their, I don't know. Ludicrous, Ja Rule, whatever. Same thing. No. <laughs> is there, it's ra- rappers, rappers,
0: no. About, uh, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm looking at I'm let's looking look at the second. Right one. Yeah. Uh, uh, which one is uh. it? It's, it's Ja Rule. No, oh no, ja my god. It's you're way off. It's fifty cent. <laughs> oh man. And he is the opposite of Ludacris and whoever you said, I don't remember. Ja Rule. Oh yeah, definitely the opposite of Ja Rule. Ja Rule, get okay. rid of Die guy trying.
1: All hashtag, right, so
0: 50 cent. What's it called? What was that lo- festival that he did? Fire Festival. No, Fa- is hashtag it like, Fire is it? Festival. Is, it, is that is that Fire Festival? What, what was it? Hashtag, is that the ha-
1: hashtag South by Southwest. Wait, who did Ja Rule? Yeah. Ja Rule
0: was yeah, part was of Yeah, was the that.
1: Fire Festival. That's right. I forgot about that. That was him. Yeah, because they got – they picked Ja Rule to be like the face. Yeah. To like promote it. And he He, he was just like – you know he, they paid him and he was just like blindly promoting it exactly you got a phone call
0: no no that was that was the correct answer button on my uh oh my god <laughs> it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. Uh, well i thank you so much everybody yep thank you lou everybody's very happy with your performance today um it's i want to go ahead you. yeah i, I want to go ahead and uh and say thank you to you uh, for, for for being on the podcast again. And you know maybe we'll do in the new year we'll do uh, whatever Wednesday again. And in the new year we'll start up our Friday funnies. Uh, I know that uh, we we have one recorded that is actually hilarious. Um, a lot of it's not funny, but the, the last part all it was 100 percent you is hilarious. And we'll we'll see we'll get that started up in uh, in <laughs> in the new year, and then uh, we'll good. go from there. So, Thanks thank you so me. much. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, new sponsor, Gigi Bank Payment Tracker. Uh, whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything, um, you can save time tracking your self employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then Gigi Bank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free. Uh, it's very easy to use. Gigi Bank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs. To track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out Giggy Bank in the app stores. All right, and Sabercon for all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida. Reach out to Jim or Scott at Sabercon. And last but certainly not least, uh VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.